including heart attacks. But symptoms like jaw pain, nausea, unusual fatigue, dizziness, and backache are often different and more subtle than for a man. The fact is, heart disease is the number one killer of women. Know the signs. Learn more at getheartchecked.org. From Women's Heart Alliance, in partnership with Women Heart. To me, the most important thing about being in the human race isn't winning. It's participating, living life to the fullest, emphasis on living. This is what makes life, life. Yet how much of life are we willing to miss out on? Untreated hearing loss affects our mobility. It increases the risk of falls by 50%. Good hearing health is essential to staying engaged and doing what we love. Hear well and stay vital. Get a hearing health check every year. News Radio Pensacola is your source for informative, local, dependable news and talk. Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay gets you a breakdown of the local issues from the county commission meetings to new developments. Pep Talk gets you local expert opinions on everything from gardens to HVAC. Brian Kilmeade interviews the national newsmakers. Dave Ramsey helps you become debt-free. Pensacola right now infotains on your drive home. Local and Fox News at the top and bottom of every hour. And traffic on the fives during your drive time. News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. There's nothing quite like the McGuire's band. They are fantastic and loud, and I love when they're making the turn right near you and the drums go right in your ear hole. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, yeah, I went down to the McGuire's run on uh, Saturday, and all right, now, it, this is going to strike some of you as bizarre, but I'll just tell you that I, I was telling you the truth. Uh, that was my first time being at the run. Oh, no, I did not participate. No, <laughs> you obviously don't know me if you thought I was running. Um, but I showed up there and I was talking to some friends in PPD and they're like, this is the first time you've been here. I'm like, I, yeah, I always kind of realize it later in the day or something or I'm driving through in the aftermath, you know, and oh, yeah, dang it. And I'd always wanted to, but uh, I just I, I remembered in advance this year. And I went and showed up, and I got to, you know, watch the run. So uh, I'm sitting there on oh gosh, Gregory Street. I always get chasing Gregory inverted in my, bra- in my brain. So uh, anyway, I'm sitting there, and I walk through the crowd, which is enormous, 11,000 runners. I mean, it's an enormous crowd. And I'm walking through, and everybody's dressed in green, having a good time. Luckily, I remember to wear some green, so I didn't look like a fool uh, too much. And uh, I'm sitting there out on the street, like right in front of the race. Like, I mean, you know, 100 yards down or whatever. And they had a parrot rifle, which is a cannon that they were going to shoot. I don't know if they do a cannon. And not like the crew of Lafitte cannon, which is like, it's it's loud, but it's small. You know, this is, I mean, <laughs> this is a big gun. Anyway, and so I'm standing there and, uh, you know, I was standing in front of the cruiser, which is in the middle of the street, lights on. And my friend PPD is like, so the cruiser's going to leave, you know, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you can't stand there. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that, that, that'll not go well for you. I'm like, Oh, man, I was hoping they'd run around me like the parting of the Red Sea. Like, it'd be fun. No, it's not going to work that way. He's like, no, you need to get to the side when they start. Okay, so I'm sitting there filming, you know, waiting for it all to go. And the first thing that happens is there's a couple of guys riding weird bikes, you know, that start off. And they... Easy killer. What are you doing? 
dressed in St. Patrick's Day leprechaunish kind of attire, and then the actual. So they'd had the you know the national anthem, and there's a lot of military folks there, uh, kind of helping to organize the event, and then ah, uh, the cannon. Here they come! Run laterally, Mr. McKay. <laughs> Get out of the way! And it, what was funny to me is, so the run is, as I'm sure most of you know, is made up of mostly people who are not what I would say um, professional athletes. <laughs> mostly it's people. Maybe professional drinkers. Yeah. You know, there's the, there's the joke of like, you know, some people run the whole race, some r- people run part of the race, and some people run from the race start to the drinking line. You know, like yeah. that, you know, that's kind of, you know, run a little ways and then make a left turn and go into the drinking area and start early. Um, so, the, I mean, the folks who run fast, you know, they're out there in the front. But you also, even in the first few rows, you have people that are basically run walking, you know, right. so and kids and all, which is great. This is why I love Some it. People it's a, take it very seriously because it is. So it's a prediction 5K. Right. And so you can't you're not allowed to wear a watch. You're not supposed to like really look at any timing for yourself. You like predict what you think you're going to run. And then at the end, you get it you or get you didn't see. get it. Right. Yeah. No, it, it was and it was fun. to watch. But, but I'll tell you what's weird about it is with so many runners running and it's a loop, right? Because you come the finish line is. Like you have to run past some of the people who are still waiting in line to start in order to finish. And so the 15 to 20 minutes or so, whatever it is to get from the starting line all the way around to the finish line. And there's still half the crowd hasn't even moved an inch. They're still waiting to start, yeah. which is, I mean, it's, it's just amazing. It really is a lot of people. <laughs> anyway, so it was a lot of fun to watch. And, you know, it was it was a really good thing that I was glad I wasn't doing. Uh, so, <laughs> you were glad you weren't running. No, there's. there's I actually av- avoid the area. So I've never oh, run yeah. in it, but I used to live right by there. Oh, yeah. So you would hear people. They start partying very early. No, stop. Never. Not I know, really. We have such pure people. It's, it's weird, too, because when you get close to the area, if you did, if you didn't know that it was happening, you'd be like, "Why are all these people dressed in green thronging toward that part of town?" And they really are. I mean, you got to figure, oh, yeah, you got to, you got to park smart because if you get parked inside the perimeter or something, you just don't get out. You know, You're so stuck. you got to. I had to find a good place to park. Anyway, it was fun. There are there are now two things left on my list of things I've not done in Pensacola uh, that I that I know of. Uh, one, there were three before. There's now two. Two. One is the um, the mullet toss under the mullet toss. Oh, yeah. And honestly, I mostly talk myself out of it because I don't want to deal with the crowd. Just the crowd in the parking it's a lot of is people daunting. Too. And the other one is the polar bear. Same uh, crowd. Dip. And um, um, I would do it, but I'm not going to. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. No, I almost did it. Was it this year or last year? I don't know, but yeah, we'll see. Six fifteen here on News Radio ninety two three. In any case, it was a it was a, it was a, it was a pretty uh, fun weekend. And then yeah, I mean, you know, went to MC the Eyeball. That was good fun over the weekend. Oh, got to see the uh, Three Mile Bridge. Three Mile Bridge southbound. It looks like they're almost ready to open up for three lanes. I don't know. I haven't talked to FDOT to find out when the time frame is, but. They've restriped and realigned traffic, so you're now driving on the other side. You're basically driving on what had been the two Pensacola side of the one span. So you're driving in the left left half. And they've got, you know, the shoulder and two lanes striped off. So the third lane is, like, partially done. They're working on it. It seems like they could open that soon. So drag strip through my bridge is likely to be... <laughs> Please drive 45. I'm just telling you, I think it's crazy to think that people will, but, you know, 
it will be enforced, right? So that could be very soon, uh, based on what I saw driving over it on the weekend. 6.15 here on News Radio 92.3. Uh, Jenna's sitting in today for Candy, who is out for the week. Jenna has traffic on the fives. Front gate of NAS Pensacola is starting to show some pretty heavy slowdowns right at the hump of the bridge there. But I-10, I-110, Highway 29, US-90, and Highway 98 are all flowing smoothly. If you have a traffic tip, call 850-2626-111. I'm Jenna Barr for News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Hey, when you're com- when you're going to do heating and cooling for your home, you got a lot of choices for HVAC maintenance, repairs, and replacement. You want to pick up that phone and have confidence, right? that you're getting a good company, a good product, a good price. And that's Peden Air Conditioning, Heating, and Electrical. Their focus is quality service and installation, best products in the industry. And look, you're probably still not yet turning on your AC all the time, right? I mean, it's a little bit cooler this morning. But still, the point is, there will come a time. There will come a time this spring or summer when you're going to have the AC on and then you're going to turn it off in you know September. Um, well, you want to make sure before that to get your system checked out and tuned up so that you're not wasting electricity. You know it's going to work right and work right when it's really high demand all through the summer. That's why you get it inspected every year. So remember, if you need AC work or replacement or an inspection, you call Peden. If you've got electrical work you need done, you call Peden. They've got offices in Ellison Field here in Pensacola and Panama City, Destin, Fort Walton, 855-376-1534. Check them out online at Peden, P-E-A-D-E-N. Dot com And right now, for the next two weeks, basically, the rest of the month of March, they've got a special so that the costs of maintaining your home are down because they're waiving the diagnostic fees on HVAC, plumbing, and electrical services. So call to find out more details, 855-557-7878. Hey Pensacola, it's Judy Lacey with Barberry Plumbing and we are celebrating. We're celebrating our 50th anniversary and winning the 2022 Best of the Bay Award. My dad, Louis Barberry, started this company with a vision of providing the best service with honesty and integrity for the community. He also started the flat rate pricing system where you know exactly what the job will cost before the work is done so there are no surprises. Now, 50 years later, his vision continues. At Barberry Plumbing, we appreciate you putting your trust in us and voting us as 2022 Best of the Bay winner. We know you don't always need a plumber, but when you do, we appreciate your vote of confidence by choosing Barberry Plumbing. Call Barberry Plumbing 850-477-8782. That's 850-477-8782. And don't forget to like us on Facebook. License number RF 1106-7749. Everyone understands that when you buy more, you should pay less. It's called a volume discount. Hi, this is Earl Ron, president of New South Window, and we would like to make and install your windows. New South offers volume discounts for homeowners. The more you buy, the more you save. Our discounts start at the fourth window, and from there, the savings grow. New South can do this because we own our factory, and that's the power of Factory Direct. Award-winning, energy-efficient windows that will save you money and protect your home. Our windows are made in Florida, for Florida homes, by Florida workers, and we guarantee them for life. Visit us at NewSouthWindow.com. Join the Escambia County Department of Purchasing this Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel as they discuss their upcoming new task order program. They will be discussing how this process will allow for streamlined competitive bidding among qualified vendors. If you or someone you know wants to do business with Escambia County, then tune in this Wednesday morning at 9 and learn more about the task order program. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620. Fox News personality Brian Kilmeade, afternoons at 11. 
Before Dave Ramsey on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. I have a sentimental weakness for my children, and I spoil them as you can see. The sun goes down, the stars come out, and all that comes is here and now. My universe will never be the same. I'm glad you came. Locker room gets you ready for the press, right? Because your teammates, if they like you a lot, they rip you all the time. The way you know that people like like you is if they're making fun of you. So you really have concluded the press really likes you because <laughs> they're always ripping you. Uh. Ron DeSantis is not just a Florida problem. He is a national crisis that is threatening freedom and democracy. DeSantis put on his smug face and defended his new bill at a presser. The press has helped me because they elevate, they fight with me on these things. They sharpen you. And then I end up showing them that, that I'm right on it. There's nothing quite like the uh, criticism of enemies. It's not true. I mean, it is true that if you like somebody, you make fun of them. But it's also true sometimes if you hate people, you make fun of them too. So, yeah, the press is just always giving DeSantis a hard time about everything. And it, you know, it's a really good example of what you should always try to do is seek first to understand, you know, because you might learn something from people who disagree with you. And then if you're going to step back and criticize them or attack them or make fun of them, that's fine. At least it's on target because you took a minute to actually understand them. Most of the reaction to everything that's happening here in Florida is, oh, those idiots, you know. <laughs> Like, well, you know, interesting. Those idiots did it pretty good during the pandemic that people want to come and live here. I really I just I'm stunned by people who tell me they had friends move here during the pandemic. They they kind of expected to arrive in Florida and just see like people dying in the streets of COVID. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> you know, they really did. Like Andrew, my family, I have family members who practically disowned me because I lived here. And they th- and they thought it was like the hellscape or the Armageddon, uh, you know, like they, that was they the called p- me personally a super spreader. I oh, was my like, God. It's amazing. Yeah. The lies about Florida. It's crazy. And of course, now with the presidential contest and, you know, uh, impending and, and DeSantis hasn't said he will run. In fact, he was asked about this uh, last week on Brian Kilmeade show. When you talk about you running for president, Tom Cotton came out and said, my kids are too young. I'm going to wait. Would that factor into your decision, your kids being young? Well, it's something we think about already as governor because really their whole uh, six, four, and two go back. We were governor for four years, so this is what they know. We're in a bubble. Now, granted, the president's a little bit is much different, but that's what they've kind of lived in. So we try to keep them grounded on it. Obviously, you think about that. Obviously, you know, you think about the impact on your kids of something like that because being governor is one thing. I mean, you can shelter them pretty well in Florida, uh, especially, you know, the mansion in Tallahassee, whatever. And, you know, Casey's fantastic. Um, but putting them on a national stage, it's a whole whole different deal obviously so you're a a goal-oriented guy if not this time to run for president would you think at some time it's safe to say that that would be one of your goals oh by the way it's kind of funny they they went back and they were playing catch on the field that DeSantis played on when he was at uh Dunedin I think is where it was so and it was just kind of a cute cool moment so the the grunting and huffing and puffing in the background is them playing catch I would only do stuff if I thought there was a rationale for me to accomplish things on behalf of the people, it's not about me attaining a status. I mean, I just care about the results. So it's all substance driven about whether I could serve or not serve in a variety of capacities. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, you know, the, as governor, and if you're a determined executive, you know, you can make things happen. And we've done that in Florida. Yeah, let, let's play catch while we're doing a TV interview. <laughs> that was really cool to watch. I mean, it was fun to watch. It was also like you could tell, look, um, 
playing catch takes a little more out of you than you expected. Yeah, exactly. And I'm trying to talk and not talk like I'm winded, you know? Anyway, it was it was cute. And so what's he going to do? Well, you know, reports are now that he's told some friends that he's going to run. Uh, you know, I, I think he, I just don't think any other time makes sense for him. You know, you don't want to run when you're out of office. That's counterintuitive. And he's, he would lose all of the attention that he's got right now. The momentum is there. The numbers are there. Of course, the real impediment is Trump and a large field. And if there's a large field, that works against DeSantis because, you know, all Trump has to do is survive the splitting up of the non-Trump vote. That's how he wins the primary, right? 624 on News Radio 92.3. Uh, David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? The U.S. still has the safest aviation system in the world. That, according to National Transportation Safety Board member Jennifer Homendy, she was on ABC's This Week. Uh, she expressed confidence despite at least six different close call incidents between airplanes since December. White House sources say President Biden is planning to approve an $8 billion oil drilling project in Alaska. The ConocoPhillips uh, Willow project was initially approved by the Trump administration in 2020, but a federal judge ordered that to be halted in 2021. And according to uh, ConocoPhillips, the Willow project would produce 180,000 barrels of oil per day and possibly create up to 2,500 construction jobs. Andrew, we might finally have it the secret to good luck. Oh, well, sure. A, What's uh, the scientific explanation? <laughs> well, here's the scientific, the scientific explanation. Very scientific. A Maryland man has won his second lotto jackpot. Yeah, all right. And he's telling us that the, the reason he was so lucky is because of his long hair. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. William Daniels Jr. He took home a fifty thousand uh, dollar jackpot from a scratch off game last week, and he won a hundred thousand dollars just a couple of years ago. Apparently, when he won his first jackpot, he had long hair. He cut his uh-huh. hair. He didn't win again until he grew his hair back out. Oh well, that is science. That's yeah, very that's scientific. How that works. No, I mean that's clearly cause and effect. You couldn't possibly look for another. Well, it gets deeper, Andrew. Oh, do tell. It gets deeper. Go on. So Friday, I'd been growing my hair out. Oh. I got a haircut Friday, and I I gave up. I said I can't do the long hair thing. And you haven't won the lottery had, since. Well, I had a horribly unlucky weekend. <laughs> I don't want to go into it any further, but I had a horribly unlucky. I think there's something to this. No. Right. Fair enough. Fair I will. Enough. I will I, never I, get a haircut. Speaking again. as somebody who I haven't cut my hair in months, it's 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 longer than it's ever been since high school, and maybe longer even than then. Um, I mean, I'm I, I'm just not observing much change, you know, luck wise. Uh, but when I do cut it, I'll let you know. All right. Yeah. No. Please I, I do. It's Actually, good. It's good science right there. Yeah, I think <laughs> that you might be right because, like, I just got a really bad haircut recently. They chopped off a lot, and then things got worse. <laughs> Like, life just got worse, David. I don't know. Now There's I'm questioning to everything. This. I think we can probably apply for some kind of a federal grant to study. Research this? this? Yeah, yeah. To research this here in the studio. Yeah, we, we, we can definitely get some money for this. Uh, and then that will disprove your theory because you've cut your hair and we get grant money which would be good luck. Uh, David, thanks so much for the update. Jenna's got traffic on the fives. Still not seeing any slowdowns on I-10 or I-110. US 90 and Highway 98 are also flowing along smoothly. Front gate of NES Pensacola is still showing those delays right at the hump of the bridge. But if you see something on the roads, call 850-2626-111. I'm Jenna Barr for News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. All right, can we just, the three of us talking, Can 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 I confess something to you? It is everything in me right now not to spend the next three minutes of the show explaining post hoc ergo propter hoc, assuming a common cause, ignoring a common cause, logical fallacies that I used to teach for a living. <laughs> it's 
everything in me not to do it. So thanks for that, David. Thanks for thanks for provoking me to have to restrain myself. I Anytime. appreciate you. Yeah, you're the best. Six twenty seven here on News Radio ninety two three and four pardon me. Informative, local, dependable. Uh did you fill out your bracket yet? I did. My bracket will be my bracket is I'm undefeated right now. <laughs> I have a perfect sc- maximum score, zero out of zero so far. It will only start to be worthless on Thursday. That's <laughs> that's when it is. I'm just it always is. I don't know why I do it, uh, but I do. It's fun to do. Uh, four three seven sixteen twenty. Uh, Vandy, uh, North Carolina, Clemson left out, and who was it? North Carolina was the number one preseason, I think, and they were out. They didn't make it. Alabama gets a number one seed for the first time ever in their history, so that's fantastic. Auburn and Illinois are in, so I got my orange teams in, and uh, you know I picked them to go way too far, which I always have to be cautious about that, but I do it. Oh, we uh, we got numbers for the uh, national uh, national parks that get visitation, and uh, we got the numbers for, of course, Gulf Islands National Seashore. Out of all the parks in the United States that the Forest Service, Park Service handles, um, Park Service, I guess. Um, what number in terms of the most popular for visitors every year is Gulf Islands? Jenna, this is a trivia question. Out of all, I'll tell you that number one is Great Smoky Mountain National Park. Mm. 13 million. That's number one. Other parks are like Rocky Mountain National Park, Arcadia, Yosemite, Yellowstone, Joshua Tree, Cuyahoga Valley, Glacier, Grand Canyon. Where are we on the list? We're on the top 10. Where are we on the top 10? Do you want to take a stab? I'm going to go with nine. Two. <gasps> We're the bad. second most I feel visited. Like the worst ever. Oh my God. <laughs> so, Great Smoky Mountains got 12.9 million last year. Well, in 2022, uh, we got 5.68 million. Wow. So, about half, which again, Grand Canyon. And this is the thing people underestimate the, the, the tourism value of Gulf Islands. And remember, Gulf Islands is huge. It's not just, you know, Fort Pickens, right? It's this whole area that stretches all the way west several states. Anyway, the point is that you've got um, Grand Canyon had 4.7 million, and we had 5.6. Just to kind of wrap your brain around, like, Zion National Park is 4.6, Rocky Mountain is 4.3. That's amazing to me because Rocky Mountain is very well-touristed. Arcadia is 3.9, Yosemite is 3.6, Yellowstone is 3.3, Joshua Tree is 3, Cuyahoga is 3, and Glacier is just about 3. Least visited national park? National Park of American Samoa. Samoa, excuse me. Uh, 1,887 visits. Oh, wow. (laughs) It's... So light. sorry to yeah, you. Yeah, little light on the scale. David, what do you have coming up, sir? A man's in custody after a stabbing at a wedding reception. More after Fox. The following traffic on the fives is brought to you by Avalon HR. FHP is reporting that there's an object on the roadway in Escambia County on I-10 eastbound, right beyond exit 13 at the on-ramp. The center lane is blocked. That's as of 6.30 this morning. Also taking a look at I-10, I-110, not showing any major delays at the moment. US-90 and Highway 98 also not reporting any delays, but front gate of NES Pensacola is still showing some backups right about to the hump of the bridge. Wet conditions this morning, lights and wipers on and extra caution, please. Avalon HR, with so much going on, you need Avalon. Employing made easy. Have a traffic tip? Call 850-2626-111. I'm Jenna Barr for News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. 
I'm Jennifer Koshinka with Your Money Now. HSBC today announced a deal to buy the U.K. unit of the U.S. tech startup lender Silicon Valley Bank, which collapsed on Friday. The sale, facilitated by the Bank of England in consultation with the U.K. Treasury, will protect the deposits of SVB U.K. clients. Meanwhile, U.S. regulators took control of a second bank yesterday, Signature Bank, and announced emergency measures to ease fears depositors might pull their money from smaller lenders after the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. President Biden plans to address the nation this morning about the administration's emergency plan to contain the failure of the two banks. Gap is aiming to reset its business this year after a year in which it dealt with weaker sales, excess inventory, and a messy breakup with artist and designer Kanye West. Gap's board is close to picking a permanent CEO. The company says it identified $300 million in cost cuts. On Wall Street Futures pointing to a modestly higher open. That's your money now. I'm Rocky Moselle with StarRegistry.com. Since we were children, we've been told to reach for the stars. It was great advice. Now it's a great gift. Name a star after someone. For $54 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, we will name a star after someone very special to you and send an incredible personalized gift. The new star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Call the Star Registry, 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com for the hottest gift. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Investing in times like these can be scary if you don't have the right person at the helm of your finances. Armada Advisors will put you on the right path for success. Join Wesley Odom with Armada Advisors to find a better way you can successfully invest your money and enjoy your retirement. Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel tomorrow morning at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Are you curious about marijuana? Florida A&M University established the Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, also known as MARI, to educate the public about medical marijuana use as well as the detrimental health and social impacts of unlawful marijuana use on local communities. Find out more at mmeri.famu.edu. What if I told you there was more than one way to listen to your favorite news talk station in Pensacola? You probably already know that you can hear News Radio Pensacola on the FM dial at 97.3 and on the AM dial at 1620. But did you know you can also listen to News Radio on the FM dial at 95.3? You can also stream us live online at NewsRadio923.com or by downloading our mobile app. Just look for News Radio Pensacola in your app store. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. of any president in recent history we've had that did not either hold office or was not a national figure like Trump was. So why do you think you can win? 
So look, I'm running distinctively on my vision for this country. I'm not running on my biography or my business credentials. I'm running on a vision for this country that I've articulated over the last several years. And a lot of the conservative base actually is familiar with me through the three books I've written, two of which are published, traveled the country and otherwise. You don't think I'm famous, but I actually am. It's <laughs> kind of a funny answer. That was uh, that was the least awesome of his answers. His answers got very, very good after that. This voice is one you may not recognize. It's Vivek Ramaswamy. And he is... <laughs> Jenna, trying to take notes. <laughs> it's simple as Vivek Rama Swami. Vivek Rama Swami. Okay, he if he were elected president, he's running for president. He's thirty eight, so he's young. Okay, wow. uh, he's a you know he's a Wall Street guy. He's an investor guy. He ran hedge funds or something, and he also did investing in uh, biomedical research, all kinds of stuff. Okay, um, at thirty eight, it's pretty impressive resume, frankly, for thirty eight. But, um, you know, he does not have name recognition. He does not have Mike Pence recognition or Ron DeSantis or, you know, who's the other guy? The guy that used to be president. What's his name again? It's <laughs> joking. It's President Trump. Uh, <laughs> the point is, he's not known and he doesn't have political experience. And so it'd be a bit of a long shot, right? But, you know, hey, it's a whole new world. Why not? And here's what he says. But my view is we're in the middle of this national identity crisis where if you ask most people my age, really any age, what does it mean to be an American today? You get a blank stare in response. And I think that is the vacuum at the heart of our national soul. You know, that's an interesting point. If you just ask them, what does it mean to be American? What are you proud of as an American? And they're kind of like, the what now? <laughs> I can see that. And he says, my plan is to solve that problem. And I think the, the opportunity for the GOP now is not just to complain about wokeness or gender ideology or climate ideology, but actually to go upstream and fill that black hole with a vision of American national identity that runs so deep that it dilutes these agendas to irrelevance and actually unifies us as a country. And I'm running because I believe genuinely that I'm the candidate best positioned to actually deliver national unity by reawakening that shared American identity. It's a fascinating proposition, what he's saying. Because what he's getting at is the idea that the reason we fight so much about, let's say, social issues, let's call them social issues, is because we don't have the big stuff giving our lives meaning. We don't have, it's it's almost like a Christian kind of view. I mean, I'm not saying he's a Christian, he's a Hindu. I'm saying that it's kind of like that in the sense that what Christians always say is, you know, you do all this other dumb stuff because you have this like God-shaped hole. You don't, you don't have the right part of your body, your soul, filled with the presence of God, and therefore all this other stuff tries to come in and take its place. Well, similarly, because people don't have a robust sense of what it means to be an American and the key values that underpin our history and our progress and all of our amazing prosperity, because we need something to fulfill that place in our hearts, okay, that kind of national identity, that we just try to fill it with the latest cause, the latest version of wokeness or of, you know, rights on the right too, same kind of thing. And he says, look, if I can remind people of what's great about America, something well worth believing in, we can cross some of these divides, cross some of these barriers, because then people will become invested in Americanism rather than being invested in whatever the second, third, or fourth order value set that they're currently embracing, as if that's the end-all, be-all of their existence. You've been very vocal of your criticism of what you say is wokeism, woke religion. Can you just define how you, you know, how do you define woke? Yeah, and I'm going to define it in neutral terms, not in critical terms. Being woke refers to becoming alert to invisible societal injustices, generally based on genetically inherited characteristics like race, sex, and sexual orientation, 
and then being called upon to act on those injustices using whatever potential legally means are necessary, including the market to do it. That's a neutral definition that even most proponents of wokeism in the United States would agree with. Can I I just tell you, as an opinion person, as a philosopher, it really warms my heart to hear somebody who completely disagrees with a thing absolutely accurately define it in a way that even advocates of that thing would agree to. That's You're supposed to be able to do that. If you can't do that, you don't really understand the thing you're criticizing. So it was really neat to hear somebody who doesn't agree with a viewpoint go on public television, well, cable, State of the Union, CNN, and explain a view that he despises in an incredibly neutral way. That's fantastic. We'll get back to his kind of comments about wokeism here in a second. Jen is sitting in for candy this morning with Traffic on the Fives. The following Traffic on the Fives is brought to you by Lowe's. First, an update on I-10. It looks like I-10 eastbound at mile marker 14. There's a disabled vehicle. Right shoulder is blocked. So use caution in the area. Again, mile marker 14. The rest of I-10 and 110 are looking clear at the moment. US-90 and Highway 98 are also not reported any accidents or delays. Lowe's, listen, Lowe's knows how to get your lawn ready for spring. Get a cobalt 40 volt string trimmer or leaf blower, your choice, 149 each. Offer valid 39 through 322. Selection varies by location while supplies last. Have eyes on the road. Call 850-2626-111. I'm Jenna Barr for News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jenna. Back to uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, who is a candidate for president. Uh, an, an unlikely outside shot, right? A 38-year-old from Ohio. Um, who's done a lot of things, but I was just impressed by his articulation of key concepts that I haven't heard very many other people articulating quite this way. And uh, I'll give you the selfish plug for a second. He said something yesterday that I have really only heard me saying a lot, and it was nice to hear somebody on the national stage saying exactly the same thing. Listen to this. This is what he had to say about being woke. Now, my criticism of this is I think that it's inherently divisive to tell us that we're nothing more than the characteristics we inherit on the day we're born. That divides us on the basis of race and sex and sexual orientation. And then when that merges with capitalism, which is what I've actually been the biggest critic of, what it does is we lose the sanctuary, the apolitical sanctuary in our economy that otherwise brings us together, whether we're black or white, even whether we're Democrat or Republican. That's one of the underappreciated reasons why capitalism has to stay apolitical. Oh, my God. Amen, brother. <laughs> this, you know how I'm always telling you the problem is that we have turned the market, we have turned being a consumer into a weapon. Right. The the right had done it before with things like the war on Christmas kind of stuff and boycott this group and boycott that group. And now the left has completely embraced that as their way of living. Like if you don't like a thing, you don't buy the thing. No, the whole idea of a free market of capitalism is that it is an instrument for tolerance because you should go out and buy the best haircut. You should go out and buy the best burger. You should go out and buy the best tent or sweater and not care about the political or religious views or the gender identity or the race or the gender of, of the person who's producing it. Capitalism, free markets, are the best mechanism for fostering diversity as long as you are tolerant of who's making or providing the thing and just buy the thing they're making or providing. But the left has turned this into an, like a religion that you can only buy from companies. You know, buy the worst product made by the company whose values you like more. That's insane. 
as a recipe for prosperity. You want to reward the people who make the best product or service. But instead, now it's product or service combined with viewpoint. It's terrible. Now, I think he makes a mistake here, though. I don't think you should call capitalism a sanctuary. You should call capitalism a safe space. The market is supposed to be the safe space in which, when we're doing commerce, we don't talk religion. We don't talk gender and sexuality. We just talk about the watch. We just talk about the house. We just talk about the car. But he's exactly right. This is the perversion of capitalism these days. And he got asked the question, you know, like, do you think you're a conservative? And again, I, I love his answer here. China is a major issue. We'll get to that in a moment. But get, do you consider yourself a conservative? How would you define that? I do consider myself a conservative, but I don't believe that the defining political debate in this country is between Republicans and Democrats. I think it is between those who are fundamentally pro-American, whether you believe in the ideals that set this nation into motion, from free speech and open debate to meritocracy to self-governance over aristocracy. Do you believe in those ideals or are you anti-American? Do you actually wish to apologize for a nation whose existence is pinned to those ideals? And if you divide it up that way, I think it's actually an 80-20 split in this country. It's not just 50-50. And I think that sets up for a potential landslide election in 2024. Frankly, part of my motivation to run is to deliver that because I think that's the single most unifying thing we could get out of this country, just like a 1980 or 1984 style Reagan style victory as well. I'm there. I mean, wh why did Trump win? People often don't really think about why Trump won. Trump won in part because he wanted people to be proud of America again instead of embarrassed about it. Right. Not even nuanced about it. Just be proud of America. Now, that's not the only reason, but that was a big part of his message is, you know, a vote for him was a vote for America. Make America great again. Make America proud to be America again, right? That was it. And that's what he's selling. Here's the difference. Okay, here's the difference. Trump sounded like the plumbers sitting around talking. Trump sounded like the guys in the construction site. Trump sounded like the ordinary Americans. This guy does not sound like <laughs> he's he's too smart in the way he sounds. In a way that is People will listen and agree and like what they're hearing, but they won't feel themselves in the ideas the same way. And as a 38-year-old Hindu from Ohio, you know, he's got a lot of things to overcome, okay? I'm not saying he can't win. I think it's very – I think it's more likely he'd wind up in the administration or something like that. And I want him out there talking. I love the things that this guy has. Just one more real quick. This is He was asked about Disney and how DeSantis handled the whole um, business with Disney and their criticism of the parental rights bill. So Given what you said about limited government, what you were just talking there about corporations being apolitical, do you agree with what Florida Governor Ron DeSantis did with Disney after they spoke out about his education bill? I would have handled that situation a little bit differently. I think we need to be actually precise about what the real drivers are of corporate wokeism. One of the underappreciated realities is that Disney's largest shareholders are BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. Indeed, the three institutions that promote ESG, environmental and social agendas in corporate America's boardrooms, that are the largest shareholders of most public American companies. And what they do is they set a cultural tone that causes these companies to behave in politicized ways from their boardrooms on down. That's a problem that needs to be fixed through the market, and I don't really believe in governments, whether it's on the left or on the right, and you see this on the left too, using the bully pulpit as a way to drive corporate change. I think the right way to drive corporate change is actually to do it through the root cause itself. And in this case, a lot of that's top-down, driven by the ESG movement in capital markets and in corporate America's boardrooms. I mean, that's all really on point. That's all really good stuff. I will I will put a one-side note in here. The I forget the, the gal's name. I was not familiar with her, who was sitting in for Dana Bash, who was sitting in for Jake Tapper. <laughs> like, they're onto their fourth stringers here. Um, 
she was not good. <laughs> and she was like her follow up to the whole comment about ESG and Disney was. If you I mean, there are, we should obviously note there are proponents of ESG who disagree with that. But <laughs> you I feel like uh, the need to pre- present some balance here to remind people that there are people in the world who disagree with our current guest. I mean, I won't articulate any of the things that they would say, and I, I won't explain what their viewpoint is. I won't ask him to respond to any of their viewpoints. I'll just, I'll just remind people there's more than one opinion here. <laughs> she was one step away from bless, asking him what his pronouns were. Bless, bless her heart. Oh, 652 God. on News Radio 92.3. Uh, I'm Andrew McKay. With the largest selection of in-stock vinyl plank flooring at the guaranteed lowest price, Home Outlet is your destination for all of your flooring needs. Modernize your space with easy-to-install rustic loft stone core vinyl plank, including pad, just $249 per square foot. Or brighten your space with a Sanibel Pier waterproof composite core vinyl plank with pad for only $319 per square foot. Visit the team at your local 100% employee-owned Home Outlet to get started on your project today. Hey, Kevin, how's the boat running? Well, you know, last week I started working on the water pump and now I can't remember how it goes back together. Dude, stop. Call Key Marine. They'll get you and your Mercury outboard back in the water so we can go back to fishing again. Key Marine gets the work done and lets you handle the fun. They'll fix any problem, big or small, even if the problem is you don't remember how the parts go back together. Key Marine, your Mercury outboard dealer on Bower Road in Pensacola. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. Local talk during your morning and afternoon drive. Local news every hour on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. National average for gallon gas, 347. Florida is 331. Texas is 308. California is 491. Nobody still wants to live there. 318 east and west in Navarre at the Walmarts. 321 at the foot of the Garcon Point Bridge, the Murphy. 335 at the Exxon Improper. 319 at the Sefco in Milton. 321 at the Murphy across from the Walmart in Pea Ridge and 325 through Pace. Getting into Pensacola, looks like you've got 313 at the Walmart on Nine Mile. Same at the Murphy in front of the Walmart on US 29. And coming in from the southwest side, uh, 315 at the TNC on Navy. 655, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Jenna is sitting in this morning for candy with our traffic on the fives. A disabled tractor trailer is causing slowdowns in Escambia County on I-10 eastbound at exit 7. That's right around Pine Forest Road. The right shoulder is blocked. It is causing a little bit of delays. Also, the wet roads are causing some slowdowns as well. So don't forget wipers on and headlights as well. Have a traffic tip. Call 850 2626 
888-900-1111. I'm Jenna Barr on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jenna. Now David Wayne in the newsroom with our headlines. David? President Biden will be speaking this morning on the uh, growing chaos in the banking industry. Of course, that all started Friday with the sudden collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. That news followed up Sunday by federal regulators announcing the closure of New York's Signature Bank due to systemic risk. The Treasury Department moving to ensure all of the uh, deposits will be paid in full with depositors able to access their money today. Former President Trump is campaigning in Iowa today. Uh, That's the first stop of a lot of presidential hopefuls. He'll be in Davenport uh, discussing his America First education policy. And it's a wrap on the biggest night in Hollywood. Everything, everywhere, all at once. The big winner at the Academy Awards last night. The film taking home Best Picture, Best Director, Best Original Screenplay. Uh, Out of 11 nominations, it won seven. Yeah, no, it was a pretty impressive sweep for them. Thanks so much, David. Appreciate the update. 657 on News Radio 92.3. Got a bunch of texts in here related to the comments I was making about Vivek Ramaswamy. Somebody here says he sounds like Ben Shapiro. Yeah, he kind of does. Uh, somebody else says, um, good morning, Andrew. The reason this young fellow won't win is even though his ideas may be the best, he may even be able to pull them off. Uh, he's not a Christian, therefore he won't win the evangelical vote like, Rami, uh, like Romney did. Uh, you know, maybe. I mean, I think there's a collage of issues. Somebody else texted me and said the... Um, the sad part is that the best and brightest uh, who are unelectable are just because they are. And I, I think probably some of this person's, you know, Vivek's characteristics would get in the way, not for everybody, but for enough people, you know, is kind of the challenge. So there's certainly uh, uh, an element of that. Somebody else here, let's see. Uh, unfortunately, if Ron DeSantis uh, actually runs for president, this guy would lose without a shot. Uh, yeah, for sure. And I think that's true. You know, um, I do worry how much vote would get suctioned off, okay, by other competitors. That's my ongoing question is I want to see a head-to-head between DeSantis and um, and Trump. That's what I want to see because I want to see what the voters pick, okay? Um, but if you have any more than one serious candidate against Trump, Trump will win, okay? And we'll deal with the consequences of that. I just want to, I would love to see a head to head between your two best. And we're unfortunately, we're not going to get that. Uh, somebody here says uh, the problem with some businesses are going woke. And so I don't want to support them and I'll take my business somewhere else. Yeah. Just, shh. <laughs> you know, just shh. sell your products and your services. You know, that's the thing. Somebody else says it's nice to have somebody that can articulate their ideas on the spot like that. So, well, no, very much, very much. So, all right, time for future news. That's when uh, Jen and I tell you what's going to happen before it happens. Um, Cervantes uh, border wall. There was a church that is disadvantaged by it out there protesting yesterday. Is that going to make any difference? No. No. Zero. Zero percent chance. Um, will there be any more bank failures besides these two? Yes. I think not. Really? Uh, I, I, yeah. No. I think that the willingness of the uh, FDIC to step in and guarantee everybody's investments, uh, everybody's deposits, will take care of that. Um, will we get the ambubus in Escambia County before hurricane season, like Eric Gilmore is saying? Um, I'm going to hope so, yes. Yeah, I'm going to say like May, June. I think that that makes the most sense, quite frankly. Does Vivek Ramaswamy have any chance of getting the nomination of the Republican Party? Negative. Zero percent chance. Will he wind up in the administration if Republicans win? Oh, possibly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would watch this guy on TV for sure, listen to him on the radio. I mean, for I can't sure. wait. You taught me something sharp. new. Yeah, no, really, really good guy. All right, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Stick around. Your home for Brian Kilmeade. Weekdays 11 to 1 is News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.